Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today's Monday, March 20th. Here are the three things you need to know for the week. Summit 2017, we've just added another keynote speaker. That's right. He has accepted, and we have put it out there to him because he's awesome. New York Times bestseller and success mentor, Darren Hardy. Many of you have read the compact Compound Effect, and I reread it all the time. I even have it on audio. It is such a great reminder. Darren Hardy always brings the goods, and you know over the last 10 years he has been the editor and publisher of Success Magazine, so the guy has a little bit of practice with uh, a little bit of knowledge with leaders and leadership around the world. So you don't want to miss this opportunity. We've just added him to the um, to the agenda. If you haven't bought tickets to Coach Summit, all you have to do is go to CoachSummit.com. But this was an exciting ad. So please, please, please don't miss it. Super Saturday is the second thing I'm going to talk about. It is back. It's on April 8th. Don't know if many of you know this, but we've eliminated the fourth Super Saturday that happens after summit. So we still have one in September, but we've eliminated the one that's in July because people want to get to work after summit and it's in it and it got a little harried to have that super Saturday the week after summit. So we got rid of that one. That made a lot of people happy. However, you should not miss the one on April 8th and you should not miss the one on September 23rd. So there's only two super Saturdays left. You want to go to this one April 8th because we're introducing a brand new Beachbody Super Trainer and, of course, a whole bunch of other surprises. So please don't miss it. It's FAQ 9792. Third thing you need to know for the week, of course, it's the annual All Access Challenge Pack. And we're still reminding you that it's $199 in the U.S. It's 231 in Canada. And, you know... With this challenge pack, your customers get their daily dose of dense nutrition through Shakeology. They get access to an entire year's worth of the best fitness programs on the market, plus the portion fixed container system, and they get coach support. Everything that you need for a full year of happy and healthy results. All you have to do is go to FAQ 3012 to get all the info. That's it. Those are the three things you need to know for the week. Now, I'd like to introduce you to your host, President of Global Sales, Jeff Hill. Sandy, I expected, I'm just going to get after you just a little, it's the first day of spring. I expected some real spring in your step as we jump, you introduced me, just not kind of (laughs) Jeff Hill. Anyway, coaches. As many of you know, I this is kind of a deal, Sandy, and I do at the beginning of every, of every one of these calls. But I'm going to just reiterate very quickly something she said, because I think it is so absolutely critical to your business. One, Summit, man, it is going to be powerful. We have Brendan Bouchard. He is not only speaking as a general session speaker, but we have also asked him to speak at a special leadership session in the afternoon for Two Star and Above Diamond. So if you're on pace, you want to be at that session. We've also have uh, many of our other top speakers carved out to speak in that session. But in all of the sessions, we have our top leaders that will be training on how to effectively build this business. So um, the investment you make in Summit 
will be, we guarantee, we promise you, those are strong words, but um, if, if you bring an attitude of learning, we are so confident that you are going to learn and uh, get takeaways there like never before. And also this Super Saturday, Sandy started to talk about other Super Saturdays, but this is the Super Saturday, April 8th. Some of them I know are on Sunday, but we are introducing you to some pretty exciting information you will want to be there. So make sure it happens. Coaches, this is, it's the beginning of the week. It's the Monday. Uh, we have a great speaker today. She's going to talk about some information, whether young coach or old coach, seasoned coach or non-seasoned, uh, where she will share some information that's going to be absolutely valuable to you in helping you build your online social media presence more effectively and that's where we live, and that's where we need to get better and better in a changing world. So excited about this call today. So have your tablets out, your pens, papers out, uh, your toe writing in the sand. However you take notes, be ready for this call. But let's first toss it over to Darren Ashby for uh, some recognition. So, Darren, take it away. Good morning, Jeff, and good morning, coaches. Welcome to the first day of spring. I know it's spring because my allergies are going crazy. Anyway. All right, jumping right in. Here are the new Star Diamond coaches who've advanced their businesses this week. Congratulations to Mary Beth Darling, Danny Detra, Kristen Evans, Anita Jackson from Canada, Jacinthe Legault, Catherine Lewis from Canada, Angie McLean, Rach, uh, Rochelle Miller, and Elda Nefat. Now our newest two-star diamond. Congratulations, Abigail McGay. And moving to new uh, three-star, here is our newest three-star. It is Jen Saltoros. And a new four-star diamond this week, Haley Christian. And jumping to eight-star diamond coach, congratulations to Myra Kukaba. All right, that's it for advancements this week. Moving on to the top success club point earners. Here they are from top two, well, the top five. <laughs> Ashley Molstad, Angie Belmar, Raina Odell, Anita Myron, and Amy Silverman. All right, coaches, there is yet another week of advancements. Congratulations, and as always, remember to make it a fantastic week. All right, Jeff, take it away. All right, Darren, good luck with those allergies, and uh, I'm going to stay away from you. I just office down the, down the hall from him, so I can already hear the sniffling down there, but all good. Well, Coach is excited about one of the coaches' names who was already shared uh, as a top recruiter for this month, Ashley Molstead, or this past week, Ashley Molstead. Uh, let me tell you just a little bit about her before, her before we bring her on. She is a two-time elite coach in 2015 and also this past year, 2000. We're calling it 2017. So sometimes you'll be hearing a skip 2016. Um, and calling it 2017 uh, because we just thought, let's recognize them in the year that we're actually living in. It just makes sense. So 2015-2017 elite coach. Uh, she is a six-star diamond coach with 10 personally sponsored diamonds. She has 38 months in success club. She's a, a success club 10 legend. Uh, she was a participant in our team cup. Uh, she absolutely rocked it, had over 217 points uh, alone on her team. Uh, she's had eight coaches in the last 90 days that have personally advanced, and that's really where the leadership um, starts. And she's had, a, as you're going to hear, an absolutely incredible 
uh, start to this year by something she's going to share on on uh, on this call. And uh, currently, she is tracking in the first position in the entire company because of the results, because of the activities that she's created at the beginning of this year and for the last three months. So we're absolutely thrilled to have on the call today, two-time elite coach, six-star diamond, Ashley Molstead. Ashley, are you there? I am here, Jeff. Fantastic. We are, there's always that question mark because we, are, we have people practice the muting and the unmuting, and I failed miserably at that a number of times. And so um, it's always good to hear the voice come on. But Ashley, congratulations, especially on uh, just what has been an incredible 2017. And we know you've got a lot of things going on, and we appreciate your willingness to come on and and share, here's what I'm doing, and here's how it's working, and here's why I think it's working. But first and foremost, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to share because it has been um, a wild few months and um, super exciting, so I hope I can maybe pass on some of that uh, excitement and momentum to the network. Well, I'm sure sure that you will. So you started as a coach way back when, uh, not that long ago, in 2012. But what? let's hear just a little bit about how you became a coach or how you were introduced to Beachbody. Yeah, so in 2012, um, that's the year that I got married. So I was looking for something to get in shape for my wedding. And I was a cereal dieter at the time, kind of bouncing from one diet to the next just because I hated the body that I was living in. So when my sister-in-law shared her incredible results that she got from doing um, a challenge group of her own, I asked what she did. She said she joined an online group, she did the workouts, she drank psychology, and she traded her beer for vodka water. And I'm sorry, Jeff, but if you guys follow me, you know that that's a selling point. And so especially with all the celebrations leading up to the wedding, I thought, I can do that. That's totally doable. So, well, so just I joined a minute. her group. So this, yeah, yeah. The, selling, the selling point, point number one for everybody is to trade beer and vodka for water. So if, is that this, that's the number one selling point so far? The num- Well, I mean, I, I have a, a fin- affection for champagne. So, <laughs> yeah, that, it was a selling point that I could still celebrate leading up to uh, the wedding and still see great results because she saw great results. So um, I did join her group as a customer first. I fell in love totally with the at-home workouts and the community of amazing women who were super supportive of me. And so I knew I was going to continue. Asylum, that was, I did Insanity for my first group, and Asylum 1 and 2 were just coming out. And I knew that coaches got 25% off, and I'm a bargain shopper, so I signed up 100% for the discount. I had no intention of ever working this business. But luckily, when I joined for the discount, she added me to her coach's larger team page. And I just started kind of like peeking around behind the scenes, and I discovered a whole new amazing and supportive community. And I was working at the time at what I thought was my dream job, the place that I had always wanted to work. But... I was also working with a group of women who were really awful to me, and they made fun of me to my face and behind my back. And for someone who was already struggling big time with insecurity, that led to a really awful depression. And there were about six months there that I was suicidal, and the only bright spot that I could find were my workouts and my online groups. And so I just leaned into them. And then I opened my like page and started to share my journey there because I was way too afraid to post anything on my personal page thinking, 
I would turn people off or they would judge me or, um, you know, I would be embarrassed. So I opened my like page and just started sharing my journey over there for my own accountability. And the more I shared my journey, the more people started to ask for help. And then after like a year or so of being kind of a discount hobby coach, I decided to really see what I could do with this. Well, so was there a – it's fun to – I don't know if the word's fun, but it's enlightening – um, to listen to these stories where people are, and I know that what we do is we condense a lot. There's there's a lot of history mm-hmm. right there, in, you know, in those moments. But but you know, if if you li- listen to that story and you really drill into it, you, you hear someone who's trying to get results in their life, someone who's trying to get results in their life emotionally, uh, you know, trying to improve their situation, uh, insecurity, depression. Um, People are looking for hope. People are looking for solutions, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. into that. And, and, I, and I just think that that's such an important piece for people to, to hear. They, they put you on this pedestal, so to speak, of here's success, but, man, here's, here's where, you, where you were. And I think that's so key for people to pause and go, yeah, yeah, and then they, they probably are. Was there a point then, as you got started, where you started to see your business start to take some, take some traction? Yeah, so the interesting thing about me is um, I I was, you know, doing the discount coach thing, kind of sharing my journey, helping people here and there. And then in about, uh, I think it was like January 2014, around um, Super Saturday time, I was seeing all these people on Facebook because I had started following some other coaches now and started seeing all the fun that they were having at this meeting that they were going to. And I started seeing people earn trips and posting about their income. And I already knew that I loved the company. And so I kind of got FOMO and I just thought, why not me? Like, why can't I do this if they can? So I texted my sponsor and I told her I was going to see what I could do with this. And I love my sponsor. It's my sister-in-law. She's amazing. One of my favorite people on the planet, but she doesn't work the business. So to learn what to do, I actually started listening to these calls, um, you know, as that broken, depressed girl. But I started listening to these national wake-up calls, and then I started following the top coaches on social media and going to their YouTube channels and learning from their free trainings. And then I just started to implement what they were telling me. And literally everything I learned to do in this business uh, in the beginning, I learned from those wake-up calls and YouTube trainings and a whole lot of Google and, in, you know, when I started, I, I was a little bit bitter that I was placed on an inside leg of a coach who wasn't active and didn't help me. But in the last year or so, this has kind of been my aha moment that I had. In the last year or so, I realized that was more of a gift. Um, it was a gift for her to show me that this opportunity existed, but it wasn't her responsibility to make me successful. And because I didn't have someone holding my hand and, you know, I didn't have someone doing team calls or telling me how to get to Emerald or um, showing me the back office, I had to do things before I felt ready. And I knew I wanted this, and there's tons of resources out there that I could use, so I did that. And the blessing of that is what happened was since I learned how to do everything from the wake-up calls and the top notes, top coaches, those became my mentors, and everyone I was listening to was successful and elite coaches, and so I had no idea that, like, success would be hard, because everyone, you know, I knew no other way, and I thought, well, if all these people could do it, coming from, because you hear stories just like mine, where people kind of come into this business sometimes broken, or, you know, have these needs that they need to fix, and then here they are on the call, kicking butt, and totally changing their lives, and I just thought, well, why not me? So I just decided that if they can do it, I can too. And I made the decision I was going to 
be successful in this business, and then I got to work. Um, we could end the call right there, Ashley. Um, <laughs> there was so much good in there. I just, you know, I mean, I think from the standpoint of saying, you know, you, you feel like, hey, man, I wasn't placed in the greatest place. But to your point, um, it's not someone else's responsibility to make you successful. And, and there, right. you became very, very curious and became very accountable, and you took ownership of this. And Honestly, as I look at every successful coach, although they may have a, you know, some may have supportive teams, the, the piece that creates the success is their self-accountability and their ownership of their own success on this and the willingness to work. And, and typically, they're what you just said there. They become very curious about finding out what other people are doing. They're not waiting to be spoon-fed. They go out and find it, look at it, and test it in their business and, and keep testing Absolutely. it. So, yeah, so just great, great points there. Okay, let's jump into the, the, main, the, the main topic on this call, and this is really uh, jumping a bit more into the social media uh, realm and, and how to use that and, and using vulnerability and be, being a real person. So I'm going to toss it over to you to share what you've learned, especially this last little while in your business. Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, so one thing that I did learn from those calls and the coaches was the importance of showing up consistently on social media. And so for the last, you know, three years since I really decided to start coaching, no matter what's going on, I've been showing up. And one of the biggest things that has been a game changer for me in showing up every day is not only sharing the things that I'm proud of, but also sharing the things that I've been afraid to talk about. And so today I'm going to talk about how I've shared those struggles and gotten vulnerable to connect with my followers and how that's helped me move my business forward. Because I think sharing your vulnerabilities publicly can be really hard. And especially as newer coaches, a lot of times we, we want to appear perfect. We're so afraid that people will judge us or they'll think we're being salesy or we'll look dumb. So we try to play it safe and please everyone. But the truth is if you're talking to everyone, you're actually talking to no one. And it's easy to think when you first join as a coach that we're selling fitness programs and shakes and that we have to be perfect to be inspiring or um, that we're not allowed to stumble or struggle on our journey. But, guys, we're not selling fitness programs and shakes. We are sharing pieces of ourselves. People can get our products anywhere. They can, you know, Amazon, eBay, burn, you know, all kinds of things, but they can only get you one place. And so while it might be easier or more comfortable to appear perfect, perfect isn't inspiring because nobody that's following you is perfect either. They're all struggling too. And so sharing your journey, the good, the bad, the scary, the embarrassing, that's what's going to allow people to trust and connect with you. So one of the game changers kind of more recently, last you know, year or so in my business came after I listened to an audio book called The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. And in that book, she talks about how when other people share things that make them vulnerable, we see them as being brave. But when we do things that highlight our vulnerabilities, we see it as weak or we feel shame over it. And she talks about how we all have these gremlins, these like scary skeletons in our closets that we're embarrassed of. But these shame gremlins that you're owning as your own are the very things that so many of your followers are struggling with too. One of my very favorite quotes from her is, vulnerability sounds like truth and it feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they're never weakness. So if you've ever seen the movie Gremlins, they are those gross and 
evil little creatures that kind of haunt you, but they can only live in the dark. And so those gremlins that you're carrying around, if you shine the light on them, they no longer have power over you. So after I listened to that book, I realized she was right. I was carrying around these heavy gremlins and putting on a facade that everything was perfect. But if I really wanted to connect with people, I needed to get vulnerable and own my truth, mostly because as public figures, as coaches, which we are public figures on social media, people start to compare themselves to us. And if we only show our highlight reel to them, we become unrelatable because everybody that's following us has their own behind-the-scenes mess too. So one of the first shame girlmans that I shared um, that I was really struggling with was my past with depression. And when I first shared about it, I wasn't ready to talk about being suicidal, so I left that part out, but I still shared. I told my story about battling my insecurities and never feeling worthy or like I mattered in this world. And instead of people running from me or scaring people away because I wasn't perfect, people came out in droves saying, me too, and thank you so much for sharing. So that gremlin didn't go away right away. I had to continue shining the light on it. But as I did, as I opened up about my truths and my gremlins, it helped me realize I wasn't alone in these struggles and it helped other people realize that they weren't alone too. And because I was willing to be vulnerable about my struggle with depression, it made like built trust with my followers, made people understand that I am human and I struggle just like them. And now uh, that gremlin has no control over me. I, you know, the fact that I battled with depression is a piece of my past, but it doesn't define me. And so I realized that kind of sharing these gremlins that I had became therapeutic for me and for my followers. So then I shared another one. I shared how my husband and I were going to marriage counseling something that we've all kind of been taught that we should be ashamed of because that means you have problems. But if there's one thing I've learned from personal development is that we all need help. Help. And actually, when I first started coaching, personal development was another thing that I I didn't fully believe in because I hadn't done it. And I thought, oh, I don't need that kind of help. We all need help. We all need help on retraining our brain. And there's no shame in working on yourself or your relationships. And when I opened up about this marriage counseling gremlin, it became the most popular post I had ever shared at the time. Um, I didn't set out to get the most likes or anything on that post. I set out to kind of shine a light on this gremlin that I was feeling embarrassed of and help other people who might be feeling the same way and start kind of normalizing these things that a lot of us go through. So I shared it. I felt better. And together, we all kind of healed, my followers and I. So since then, I've learned that Every time I feel ashamed over something, it's just a gremlin that's trying to control me. And if I just shine the light on it, I can take that power back. And so more recently, what happened in November, um, I had a photo go viral after I shared uh, another gremlin. Um, I'd been doing Court of Force for two weeks, and I was feeling really good, but I was trying to take a progress photo to post on social media, and the camera couldn't just capture how I felt. So I was, like, twisting and turning and, you know, trying to pose standing on my toes, hips back, you know, that whole thing that we try to do. And I just had this moment of like, what am I doing? This makes no sense. I was feeling ashamed of my body, and I am a fitness coach. So if I, the fitness coach who works out and is aware of what she eats, is feeling shame over her body, then surely the people that are watching me are struggling with that too. And so I sat down, I took a photo in my natural state with my belly rolls, and I shined the light on that gremlin. And I was met with a chorus of millions who felt the same. Again, I didn't set out to go viral or get a lot of likes. 
I set out to kill that gremlin and connect with my followers um, and show them again that even though I'm showing up, sometimes I still struggle with my body. And it brought a bunch of people to me that had that same struggle and, you know, thanked me. And so I teach my new coaches that sharing your gremlins builds trust with your followers and it builds solid connections with people who are carrying around that gremlin like it's theirs to own. There's truly nothing that you guys can put out there that's so scary or so shameful or so embarrassing that you won't be met with a flood of people saying, me too. And then once you've made that connection, you can turn it into business growth if you continue to make sure you're showing up with the vital behaviors, letting people know, you know, what you're doing on your journey, but also that you can help them. Now, I want to just caveat, I'm not saying that, all you should share are your gremlins. You still want to be a bright spot and positive in people's news feed. There's negativity everywhere, so you want to be the sunshine. So, you know, I only share my gremlins maybe a couple times a month, and I, I always spin it to win it, right? So I'll share my gremlin, but I want them to come away still with a positive message because only sharing your struggles isn't going to inspire people because, again, everyone has their own mess. They already have their struggles. So make sure you're, you're peppering these things in and giving them the real you, but also, sh you know, shining up as the light that you are and a light in their newsfeed. And I do want to give you just a little warning that when you start sharing these things and you start shining a light on your gremlins, you may lose some people, especially if you've built your brand safely, trying to please everyone. You may turn off some people who aren't your tribe, but don't worry because those are not your people. Because at the same time, you're going to draw the right people in and they will be loyal and they will love you and they will connect with you and they will work with you. So don't be afraid of unlikes because it's not how many followers you have, guys. It's how many followers you have who care. Okay, so now you've shared your gremlin. You've connected with people. Now what? Whether you have 20 eyes, 200 eyes, 20,000 eyes, don't forget the basics. Guys, our bread and butter are the four vital behaviors. No matter how many likes I get, I still do the same activities that all of those top coaches taught me to do on those calls back when I started. I still show up every day and do my workouts. I still drink my shake. I read and listen to personal development. I show up on my social media every single day, have conversations, and I still let people know that I'm a coach and that I can help them. So, Jeff, I want to end with a challenge for the listeners. Every couple of weeks, I want you guys to go and do a social media review because while this call is about killing your gremlins, your social media is never about you. So I want you to go into every day thinking not what can others do for me, but how can I serve my followers? Ask yourself as you're posting things, if I weren't the one making this post and it came in my newsfeed, would it stop my scroll and would it evoke emotion in me? So I want you to go after, you know, you get off this call, go look at your last week or two on social media and assess how you're showing up. Do people know that you're a coach? Do they know that you have a group you can plug them into? Do they know you have a team you can plug them into? Do they know what's important to you, what your hobbies are, what makes you you? Have you shined a light on your gremlin and gotten vulnerable? And are you posting enough? Because as CEOs, our social media is our storefront. So I think as coaches, we need to be posting a minimum of three times a day. So go check your social media and make sure you're showing up in a way that not only will people connect with you, but they're also showing them that you can help them too. For me, I have found immense power in sharing these things that I'm struggling with. Not only has it helped me kill these gremlins, but it's also always moved my business forward 
And I feel confident that by you getting brave and shining the light on your gremlin and making sure you're sharing your journey, showing up for other people, that it will do the same for you. So, well, that's not all. There's there's a lot. um, There's a there's a tremendous amount of content there. Um, Ash, let me. I want to. Can I just go back for a moment? Maybe just. Get, uh, break it out a little bit. Just get a little clarity on a couple points. So, yeah, um, yeah. on the on the gremlin piece, I think one of the pieces that I think is really cl- you know that I think you came back and I want to emphasize is is it's not all about the gremlins, but it's about putting them in context of of mm-hmm. uh, of who you of who you are. And, and like you said, I, I may expose those pieces um, or share those pieces, maybe the better terminology, you know, several times a month, but. Surrounded with that is 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 what? What do you? I mean, is it is your vital behaviors? It's the, the the business building. It's your challenge groups. What do those other pieces look like in your business? Because obviously, yeah, there's so a balancing value. act. For sure, it's. I mean, it's it's all about providing value. Um, I think a lot of times we think our social media is ours to own, and like my coach. Um, my mentor now, Danielle Antonia, said, like, you don't own your social media anymore. Um, you know, it's a business. And while, yes, it's going to be you that's showing up, you have to think, how can I inspire and help others? Because what you want to do, when I share these gremlins, I'm talking to the Ashley of, you know, pre-Beachbody, the Ashley three years ago, the Ashley that was struggling and depressed. And I want to connect with her because there's tons of other Ashleys still out there that need help. And if I just show up like, hey, got my workout in today, drank my shake, all these things just are basically checking in on our journey, that doesn't really inspire anybody. And so you have to show up and, and talk about when you struggle, but also talk about when you win and give them little tips. And remember that, yes, you're a Beachbody coach now, but that's not all you are. Maybe you're a mom or a wife or, you know, a best friend and you like to knit or you have a book club and you love fashion. Whatever it is that makes you you, um, you build your tribe by getting vulnerable with them, of course, but you also build your tribe by putting all the pieces of you out there and um, inspiring the people that are like you. And so when you're showing up and sharing these things, whether it's a vulnerable post or just you know, a fun post or a maybe it is a vital behavior post that you're checking in, you're always thinking to yourself, um, is this just me showing up as the Ashley show or is this me talking to all the, you know, the Ashleys uh, of three years ago or, or whatever? Um, so you want to make sure you are giving them value and you're not just I, kind of selfishly talking. Yeah, I think what you, what you just said is is so absolutely critical about is this the Ashley show or is this about speaking to the Ashleys um, the other Ashleys out there I just I shared before this call with you I went to a Gary Vaynerchuk deal uh, it was an entrepreneur deal last last Thursday and of course everyone's building on social media and that's what he's talking about and mm-hmm. he and and you know you know how Vaynerchuk is he doesn't pull any punches he does his homework he does his homework on the crowd and he just nailed the people in this room from the concept of he went in and he looked at many of their posts and he just said, if I were if I were trying to follow your business, most of the, at least the businesses that I saw that were posting as of yesterday, I would not follow you because what it was about, it was about you. It wasn't about providing value to the people and what your followers and you're not engaging with them and providing value. And so he, he made this point about are your posts selfish 
or are they about providing value to the people that you're with, and are you engaging with them? And I, so I think that piece of is it about Ashley or is it about the Ashleys mm-hmm. out there? And I think that is just a pivot point that is is a is a is a differentiator in the business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it goes back to it was actually something I got from Gary Vee at Summit this last year, where and I said it on this call, where it's not about the fo- how many followers you have, it's how many you have that care, and the way to get them to care is by providing them value. So absolutely, um, he has a point where I think you know we always have to be thinking how can we help all those other people that are that are watching us and need our help, you know. Yeah, he he. An interesting, and then we'll move on here because we're running out of time. But an interesting point he made in this was, you know, he had a Q and A session, and he someone asked, well, how do we know if we're providing value? And he said basically two things. He said you'll know if you're providing value by how many people you're engaging with. And then he said the other thing. He said, why don't you ask them? What mm-hmm. would what, you know, I mean, that the solutions typically are right in front of our faces, but he he just said, ask them. Ask them what would help them that would provide them more value. So if you're wondering, ask uh, the yeah. people that are following you as you engage, and, and, and they will tell you, and then you can course correct and, and come come with solutions there. So, well, Ashley, some, some absolutely um, great points. I'd love to – I wish we had a little more time to go back and just dissect this – a bit more because um, I think it's so powerful, this idea of gremlins and being real and authentic and finding the Ashleys out there and uh, I think are, are so, so key. Um, but so 2012 to now, you, you started out by talking a little bit about how the, you know, the person that you were, the situation you were in, uh, as a result of what you've been able to create and leverage, how, how have the last four or five years looked differently? I mean, they're, the me today is unrecognizable to the me pre-Beachbody. Um, there, there isn't an area of my life that Beachbody hasn't changed. Um, my husband and I, we were, we were paycheck to paycheck um, and tons of debt. We are now uh, debt-free, and we both are full-time Beachbody coaches working from home. Um, we have dreams, like big dreams, and they don't include checking boxes like we were before Beachbody. Um, but I think the biggest change really has been between my own two ears because when I first found Beachbody, I was broken, and I hated who I was. Um, I felt not only like that the world would be better off without me, but that the people that loved me the most would be better off without me, that I was just a weight. And now I know that I matter because every day I get to hear from people how I'm impacting their lives. And I know now I went through those struggles um, and got through them. You know, I got through the hard part so that I could help more people who are still doing that struggles. And personal development has been huge for me, for sure, with beating my depression and, you know, the workouts and this community, but really connecting on social media with people that follow me and being able to help so many others learn that they, too, can live a life of their dreams has been everything. So, I mean, Beachbody hasn't just changed my life. It saved it. And, because I was given this gift, I now have the opportunity to pay this blessing forward and help change and maybe even save many more lives. And I cannot think of a single thing more rewarding than that. Well, I just want to maybe 
change a little something that you said. I, I don't think that Beachbody has changed your life. You, you've changed your life, and you've used this as a vehicle. And, I mean, you've had to take control. You've had to put in the effort. You know, it, it, it's the income disclaimer in a way. The, the, you've had to develop mm-hmm. the skills, put in the effort, put in the time, um, you know, put in the learning to, to create that. And, and I think, as you said earlier, you, you weren't going to let someone else create the success for you. Um, yeah. Take, Can I take, just say take 30 thing? seconds about that. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you to yeah. talk about the power of decisions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because, because I think, um, so, yes, it is a lot of work, you guys. Being an entrepreneur is hard. What we do, it's, it's not hard work, right? We are literally cheerleading. We, our job is to become our best selves, shine that light outward, and help other people become their best selves. That's not hard work, but you have to work hard. There are going to be times that you're going to struggle. But, um, you know, the theme for Summit this year is uh, decide, commit, succeed. And so much of your life is based on decision. I decided, and I backed it up with, strong work work ethic and a strong why, but I decided I was going to be successful. And there are – you can use any excuse you want to, that you don't know enough people, that you're not at your goal weight, that you got placed on an inside leg, that you don't have an act. You can use any excuse you want to, but for every excuse that you might choose – for why you're not successful, there is a top coach out there, a successful coach who could have used that same excuse and didn't. So it really does, the mind is the most powerful thing that you own. So you have to decide, you want to make this business work, figure out why you want to make it work, figure out what that why is that's going to make you get through those sticky parts because entrepreneurship does, it's a roller coaster. Um, and then put in the work to back that up because, you guys, this business, you, are, you really are sitting on a gold mine. And um, if you, it will change your life. You just have to be an active participant and let it. So just decide that, that you're going to be successful in this business because you deserve it. Well, Ashley, that's a fantastic. Uh, Darren says, "Make it a fantastic week." That's a that's a fantastic close. But first, let me just say thank you so much for sharing, and congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. It was such and, an honor to be on. Absolutely. And then I'm going to just close because we are out of time with what she just said. Decide and then be an active participant. Get off the bleachers, get off the diving board, you know, looking down, be an active participant. Get out there, get your hands dirty, figure it out, try these things out. We have all of the solutions in the world for people who are looking for change in their life. People are looking for hope and they're looking for a solution. They're looking for an individual that can help them. And that person can be you, but you've got to be an active participant. And you can wait until next week, and you can wait until the week after, and you can wait until the timing's perfect. And if you wait till the timing's perfect, it will never happen. You have to decide to make the time now. Make it the right time. So today is the first day of spring. Why not use the first day of spring as an opportunity to really spring into this business, not to tiptoe into it, not to dabble into it, not to just, you know, be a namby-pamby vanilla, uh, just tiptoe into this thing, spring into it today. Uh, Ashley gave you some great insights and some things that you can put into practice. Now, guys, let's do this. Let's go help some people create the change in their lives that they're looking for with some of the greatest products and nutrition known to mankind. With that, Sandy, I will toss it back to you. 
Well, we are definitely springing into the week with that call. That was awesome, Ashley. Thank you so much. I wrote down, it's not hard work, but you do have to work hard. And I love that way that you phrased it. Uh, so we'll put up the replay in about half an hour. The number is 832-225-5065. Make it a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.